the Zeitgeist features four different personalities who provide their spin on what's being talked about right now in today's culture. Their conversations include current news, celebrity culture, politics, and more. The moderator starts and ends each discussion. The comedian holds nothing back. The wild card keeps you on your toes. And the analyst breaks it all down into easy-to-understand points. Welcome to the Zeitgeist. Episode 34. Hey everyone, it's the Zeitgeist team back with another exciting episode. I'm Brandy, the moderator. How's everybody doing today? Good. Can I ask me to respond? <laughs> yes, Ayana. <laughs> um. <laughs> What's going on, comedian? How are you doing today? Present and accounted for with the deep voice today. Look at that. Oh, you sounded like Luann, Countess Luann from Real House. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Is that how she speaks? Uh, Oh, I'm a gangster now. You know, oh, I really? Love, I love, oh. love, I love, love. I, you know, divorce is real hard for me. I want to find love again. Don't be yeah. uncool. Well, don't be like uncool. Yeah. Be cool. Yeah, yeah, like don't be, don't be uncool. Like, like be cool. You know, be cool. <laughs> what is that? It's not a monotone voice. It's just a. Uh... Well, that's my that's my extreme exaggeration. You know, of, of what is she it, does. Is it a matter of fact? Is that what I'm giving off? Well, yeah, well, you know, yeah, she will do that. She will do, no, you know, don't be, don't be like uncool, you know, be cool. Be yeah, cool. She's real gangster about it, especially from where she, she started as the countess. Oh, like uppity. Yeah, yeah. I've been watching the seasons. I didn't oh, realize she, she was divorced. She, she's divorced now? Yeah. Listen. Oh, that, that, that no reality idea. show, if no one watches it, that's worth it. That's how <laughs> we do a reality show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Cool. So, um, How's everybody's week been? You didn't greet the rest of the guests, just me. I was gonna get through it. Can I? Can I mix it up? Like I'm trying to do. I mean, people like to get stale. You know, change is good. Keeping people on their toes. Oh, <laughs> I was just wondering because I was like, how come I already got? <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, just not to mess with the monitor comedian. And keep things very structured. Hey, Chauncey, what's up? How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm good. Uh, you know, I'm here. <laughs> Beautiful. Wild card. What's been going on? Nothing much. I'm here with a bit of a heavy heart, but you know, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to try to lighten it over the next half hour. Well, you know. All right, guys, let's get into the sizzle. It's springtime. When we think about spring, what do we think about? We think hey about hay fever. Hay <laughs> fever. <laughs> <laughs> well, the wild card thinks about hay fever. The rest of us are thinking about love. Skips through the park, holding hands, picnics by the water, and um, the Washington Times just post. Post, wrong. Paper. <laughs> In an interesting article about some of the myths of love, the beauty that is love. Yeah, well, what happened uh, on Thursday, The View talked about some of these love myths, and in particular, um, about, uh, you know, bigamy, polygamy, that kind of stuff. 
So um, the Washington Post did do an article on this. Of course, this was for Valentine's Day. But I'll just read the five myths that they have, and one of them will go along with that view discussion. One, women are more romantic than men. Again, these are myths. Two, monogamy is a social construction. So that's something that the view was talking about. Three, intense romantic love lasts only a year or two. That's interesting. Four, opposites attract. And five, when you meet the right person, your life will feel complete. Hmm. People believe this still? Yes, yes, of course. Yes, they do. That's how I thought I was going to feel after I hit my goal weight. <laughs> See, there we go. <laughs> Not only do they believe in it, they operate off of it. Yeah. All five, though. Okay, so I can totally see the opposites of track still being a still being a thing. I know people are still really into that concept. I mean, the the myth that women are more romantic than men. Okay, but like the other person completes me. People are still buying into that. Yes. Yes. Like once I get somebody, I'm done. And the, but the and the intense romantic love one though, Brandy, lasting only a year or two. Many most people believe that. But, mm-hmm. but but that that means we have no control over the process. That's what that's what that statement says. That statement yeah, that's what they believe. You say that like that's not what people believe. Yes, they, <laughs> they think it's a chemical reaction. It lasts only so long. You get used to the person, and then that the intensity of it lessens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think everybody. I think that's a common belief. Everybody knows that that first date that you have or that first kiss you have with somebody is like magical. And not that the rest aren't bad, are, are, are horrible, but it's just, it's not, you're not going to feel that same. Yeah, I, I get that, but it's like, if that's, from, this is my thought process. If that's the case, then why are we committing ourselves for the rest of our lives to somebody if, if we're going to fizzle out after a year or two? Like, I, I don't, I don't really see why I want to take a long, like, lifelong commitment in something that I know is going to suck. You I don't know? think people think that far ahead. I think there's an idea of it. Yeah, but also remember, in society, it is uh, something that you should do. You should yeah, get married. Should. You right. should have kids. Mm-hmm. Your life is not fulfilled unless you have. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's where that comes down. And you know, in certain parts of uh, mammal, uh, certain different mammals are monogamous. But then, what do you mean by monogamous? And that's what this article goes into. Because are you including people who cheat? Are you including open marriages? That's where the view was really talking about it—the mm-hmm. open marriage concept. Because they were, because you know, Monique, the comedian, is in an open marriage. Is um, it? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? I didn't That's know right. that. Yeah. yeah. So she's talked about that. I think for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? Why are you in a marriage then? Well, because. No, because. Go ahead, John. Go ahead. No, Brandy. I felt oh, a lot no. of energy. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm backing away after that. <laughs> No, because like because marriage is what you make it. I think we have had we have this idea that you know the marriage that they presented to us is what marriage is, is what it has to be. When it's not, every marriage is just a negotiation of the relationship and the terms of how we will engage. So if the relationship is going to work for me in the constructs of this marriage with an open relationship or with occasionally bringing somebody into the bedroom or with occasionally needing to go off for a month by myself or us sleeping in two different rooms once a month or something like that and that works for both parties then that's what's going to keep a marriage like sustained like everybody's definition of marriage isn't 
we live together in a house. We do everything together. We sleep in bed together. So that's. I don't want you bringing any diseases into my life, and that's all I have to say. We'll see, but that's about the terms of the relationship. All right. Bring somebody in. We get the tests. We get the paperwork. Yeah, and to wrap it up, it's a contract. Okay, that's what you're saying. Politics. So the Republican National Convention is coming up, and people want to bring their guns. (laughs) <laughs> Secret Service ain't having it. <laughs> yeah, so this is actually, uh, this story is kind of old. It's from uh, almost a month ago because there was a petition uh, for people attending that convention, which will be in Cleveland in July of this year, of course. Uh, and that petition received uh, up to, and probably more than 44,000 signatures. Again, this was about a month ago. Of course, it's the Second Amendment. This is the Republican convention. Uh, like you said, Secret Service said, uh, no, because we're not dealing with all y'all. There's no way we can protect uh, Donald Trump and others, <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> if you have these kinds of guns. Now, o- Ohio is an open carry state, so that's why they were trying to do that. Um, but no. Now, maybe they should let them have some guns, and we'll see what happens, right? There's the irony. This is as ironic as it gets, isn't it? What's the irony of it? Um, that they won't allow at the Republican convention that the laws that they cherish mm-hmm. may come back to get them or would <laughs> potentially would allow. Um, in this case, if that were to be allowed, I would think it's possible that a threat would exist within that crowd, which is what Secret Service is trying to avoid. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And what I understand, um, they also, this was also an issue in 2012 to a degree in Tampa. Yes, and the Secret Service banned guns Man, then. Right, right. So it's just interesting to me. Yeah, they don't, they have enough to worry about. Yeah. Now, here's another question, and comedian, I'm going to pose this to you. Uh-oh. Would you like to be at this convention, guns or no guns? No. Why not? You're not interested? I, no, I, I mean... I, <laughs> Why you ask me that? I mean, <laughs> it, 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 I don't think there's anything there for me. <laughs> That's, a horrible, that a horrible answer. Stand behind. I don't think there's anything there for me. Like, go back to the whole guns thing. Why? Why do they feel that? Why do they need guns? Is it to prove the point? But it is ironic, and I find it hilarious that, yeah, we're so pro guns, but now the opportunity arises, and we're like, nah, but we don't trust y'all, though. Oh, yeah, that's the Secret Service. That's Secret Service, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Yeah. So do you think, I mean, well, Trump would say that he wants to read what's being said, what the that's position funny. actually said. Yeah, well, right. I don't know what he thinks it's going to say. <laughs> Well, I don't, I don't, I don't understand what what does what does the petition say? We want to bring guns to this. Well, we know that's that's the classic non-answer answer. Of course, yeah. well, he just gave an answer that I just gave, which is I don't need to be there. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's you know, high taking cover, not having the answer because he doesn't want to say I don't want guns here because it would offend his constituency. But it's dangerous. Time, but at the same time, I was, I, I'm sure he's thinking. I'm not trying to get shot. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Uh, now, now, the moderator, I believe, the moderator, haven't you been to one of the Republican conventions? I have. Back uh-oh, in my... That is uh-oh. so, so uh-oh. true. 
when I used to cater back in Bay, way back in the day, I was uh, lucky enough to be a <laughs> and cleared background check wise um, to be a cater waiter at the Republican National Convention. And I think, it, I mean, yeah, Republican National Convention. I think it was in like 2012 or something. 2000 in Tampa? No. It was Maybe it was 2008. Eight. Wow, that was, that was many, many moons ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I did. It was fun. I, I ran into, I can't even remember now, it's like my distant memory. I did run into some people. It was, it was the, the training, the like, you know, because you're talking about cater waiters. You're talking about your liberal artists and, and Democrats, mm-hmm. you know, serving. <laughs> <laughs> did they did they have people did they have people to taste the food before they ate it? <laughs> no, at least I didn't know about the tasting station. But I'm sure there may have been some people who had tasters. Mm-hmm. Okay, but everybody was fine. Look at that. See, there's peace made, and harmony. There is. We made out of love. Well, I think yeah, this no, is this is an interesting clash between rhetoric. And I don't know what's the word I'm looking for practice or practical application. Yeah, <laughs> that's what's so funny to me. So, yeah, well, I mean, you know, guys, no guns, but you guys will still have a great time. Odd news. I don't know about you guys, but I didn't think we needed to do anything else more drastic to uh, reality TV. Um, I guess we've, we we're tired of flipping tables and fighting people and uh, bachelorette competitions and bachelor competitions. So now we have naked people working. Um, and <laughs> naked people working? <laughs> I mean, naked, <laughs> naked and afraid. I mean, in the wild. And then we have, you know, some folk who have to blur out the nakedness because it is still TV and maybe the kids may walk into the room. So we have to make sure that the privates are blurred. Um, this story's weird to me. Well, you know... That people it, are complaining about this job. Well, yeah, because, you know, there is Naked and Afraid, which is they, they plop two people into the wilderness naked. Because you have to be naked in the wilderness. It's not already hard enough to just navigate through the wilderness. Well, it's a survival... It's a survival test. That's what it is. So, of course, the naked part will bring in more viewers, and it has worked. And as a result of that show, we've gotten on TLC buying naked and on VH1 dating naked, which had a lawsuit about this blurring thing. But the lawsuit was dropped. But, yeah, one female said that she wasn't blurred enough. Um, So, yeah, so what the New York Times did is chronicled the team for Naked and Afraid uh, of five people, however, however many there are, uh, who just sit there and blur all of the important bits for every episode. And then they were talking about the high turnover rate in the job because some people just can't take it. I wouldn't mind doing this job. I mean, they get paid well. I would do it. Well, they can't, they can't take it because of how tedious it is, not because of how many vaginas and penises they're seeing. <laughs> yeah, that too. I think the, for one, one guy, he was saying he just can't. Like, he can't look at it that that much. What was it? See, and I want. I wish we could talk to him because I want to know: Is it was he getting turned on? Was he getting turned off? Because it's to me, isn't it the same penis and vagina that you're looking at over and over? Is yeah, in, in the same right? episode. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. it's the same two vaginas and penises. So it's not like you have this plethora where it's like you're editing on Pornhub. 
<laughs> right, you're editing the same vaginas and penises over and over and over again. Yeah, yeah. And it's like dating naked, they have two couples. So that's double the trouble. Oh. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, here we go. <laughs> wild, wild card, here's my question to you. Would you go on Naked and Afraid? No. <laughs> For various reasons. First of all, see, it's not what you would think. I can't t- stand being dirty. And yeah. anyone that knows me knows I can't survive without two or three showers. I'm sorry, environmentally speaking. I apologize, folks. Well, they but, do have they have a body of water there. So uh, listen. Body of water. It ain't happening. I need soap, a shower, it's, and I mean forced water. Mm-hmm. Some water with some velocity on it, some pressure. And yeah. I need alcohol and other associated things. To drink? No, not that kind of <laughs> Well, I mean, that's the way you're saying it. You, alcohol. I, I yeah, I'm wondering. <laughs> okay, but do you know you, you have, have to. Eat. Yeah, on this show, you do have to find your own food. They don't give it to you. You have to hunt if that's what you want. You have to know what plant to eat. So, it's, you know, it's serious if you watch it. It's fun. I mean, it sounds like a fun experiment. I don't need to be naked. I will say this. At first, I was kind of like, you know, I could do this job. What's the big deal here? I'm sure they're getting paid well. But I'm starting to think, I don't know how it would affect me. I really can't speak to how it would affect me if I looked at that for hours. I don't know now that I think about it. I just don't. Like it wouldn't bother me, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. It wouldn't bother me. Most people in corporate America look at the same spreadsheets for hours. How does it affect them? They're fat and boring. I'm joking. No, I'm not. After a while, why why y'all just go leave you like that? Because that's your domain. We want you to own it. Most people people sit there at a job for 40 hours a week looking at the same stupid screen all day. And how does that impact them? The rate in America has gone up. People do more things to escape because they're not happy with their life. I I, I, I think there's something here. Fine, I'll be by myself on that one. No. I mean, let's not do it. I mean, that's a great way to end it. <laughs> Health and science. So people are always looking for ways to live longer. And a lot of times that opportunity isn't offered to the people who do not have high economic access. It's never off- offered to those people. <laughs> <laughs> but the New York Times um offering people who are poor the best cities to live in if you want to live longer um and and um they were talking about house households with incomes below twenty eight thousand dollars a year they did adjust for race um and the life expectancy was based on 40 year olds um, so they found some interesting correlations, for instance, in cities where uh, the government spends more money on people, they tend to live longer. No. No. So like right. New York City, where, you know, in New York City, where we have a huge gap in income inequality, the life expectancy isn't as big because of that. So, you know, there's something going on because they go, well, why in Tulsa and Detroit is the life expectancy for the poor so low in relation to the rich people whereas you go somewhere else uh like again like in new york where it's not and then they were also mentioning um drug abuse uh in 
wide swaths of the country, you can track it there where the life expectancy is lower because of that. So, you know, they're trying to figure out what it is so they can fix the problem, I guess. Maybe it's government intrusion. Do <laughs> you think with New York, I'm, I'm surprised to hear that New York spends more money on their people. Um, well, New York, you know, New York City is just intrusive. Even, you know, with the bans on smoking, the ban on trans fat, they wanted to have the soda tax. The soda, right? Yeah. And, and they also mentioned Medicare spending, uh, I'm sure Medicaid spending is a part of it. Uh, so it's it's a lot of things going on. Also, we're so crowded in New York City that if you're benefiting rich people, you got to benefit the poor too. Yeah, because of it. That's true. And I mean, yeah. New York does spend a lot of money on parks and recreation, which helps as well, and to, to try to encourage people to like kind of get out and get moving and things like that. And um, those subways are no joke. Let me tell you, I feel like I get a cardio workout going through Barclays Center. Jeez. Yeah, them steps. Yeah. So, wild card, you're being quiet. Yeah, because I don't live in New York City. I'm lamenting that. (laughs) But you don't. You also don't live in uh, one of the places where the poor live the shortest. Really? Yes. No. Let me just. I'm gonna read some of this because they they separate men and women. Uh, New York is the best place for men, uh, where the poor live the longest. It's second best for women. So, I mean, whoa. Uh, also on the list for both men and women, Miami is on that list. San Jose, California, Santa Barbara is on both of those lists. L.A. is on both. Um, so there you go with both. Now, San Francisco is only for men. It's not for women. I thought that was interesting. Where the poor live the longest. Uh, now, where the poor live the shortest on both lists for men and women, Gary, Indiana, Indianapolis, Detroit. Um, what else? Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, we Midwest, also have, yeah, Oklahoma City is on both lists there. So, and Las Vegas. And Vegas, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I am so, Jack's complete lack of surprise on that. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, there you go. I don't know. You know, if you're living in one of those uh, cities where it's not going so well, just make sure you take care of yourself because... Yeah, I'll just say this, and this is anecdotal, obviously. Um, I just know how difficult it is if I don't eat at home to find food that will not put me in the grave. That's why I'm a little, Mm -hmm. you know, forlorn when it comes to not having access to New York in that way. And there, yeah, and that's actually as far as cuisine is one thing I'm just thinking of. And that's an interesting perspective because a lot of those cities where the poor live the longest do have more options exactly for healthy food. Um, so that's fascinating. But Newark is on both lists for men and women for highest. Really? Yeah. Now, let me just in, to end it, to put it in perspective, uh, where the poor live the shortest, the, the uh, lowest life expectancy for men is 74.2. Uh, for women, it's 80. The highest life expectancy for men is 79.5. And for women, it's 84.2. So overall, it, it's not that bad, but there it is. Business. I don't know if you guys have been all around social media seeing people talking a lot about these uh, ways that you can turn a citrus um, fruit or a potato into a battery. Some people may have even uh, experienced (laughs) (laughs) as as a child (laughs) science, you know, the potato batteries and things like that. No. You you guys didn't do that in school? Like, in science class? The potato battery? No. Wow. We dissected a worm. I did did that too. We dissected 
Oh, oh excuse me. I mean, why are you? <laughs> I did yeah, that. Okay. I've heard of the potato. I've never done it. I think I saw it in a movie or something. Okay. Well, yeah. So we can get we get energy from you know things, but obviously, like the power that you can get from a potato and or a lemon or 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 an orange is nowhere near the amount of power that we could get from the ocean. And uh, these guys have have created this really this really cool way to harness energy from the ocean. Yeah. Um, so it's developed by a company called Oscilla Power, and it's uh, the Triton is what they call it. And because the problem is, because the ocean is so volatile, it's hard to harness that energy. But they think that they have figured it out, how to handle the brutality of the ocean. And this uh, could provide a third of this country's power. A third, one over three. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's huge. That's, yeah, substantial. Yeah, so, so, I mean, go ahead. Is that you, comedian? Yeah, so... Brandy, you started off with the potato just to rub it in our face that you got to play with a potato. <laughs> <laughs> that, no, no, I did not rub the potato. I just wanted to make the comparison that we have come a long way since elementary school when potatoes were the only power source and now we figured out how to get the ocean. I was just making a comparison and saying that, you know, humble brag to me, but all right. Um. <laughs> There's also wind and solar, you know. So, you know, if we could get all three going, that would be mm. it. I mean, oh that would. Goodness, you talking about self-sustaining I know. living? That's great. No, I made I made windows in, in elementary school. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so that that so you could contribute. I didn't, I didn't do that, so you got me. <laughs> uh, wild card. What are you thinking over there? That all sounds great. Mm. Fantasy land. It ain't gonna happen. Negative Nancy. Why not? Why, 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 why won't it happen? It's too many entities that are going to shut that. I mean, it's things that we could do now. And there's way too many people standing in the way of that. It, you know, right. I hate to be a Debbie Downer. <laughs> yeah, it's money-based. Um, You know, you have these industries. Yep. Politics. They don't, you know, especially with the whole thing about, um, I mean, you can look at like free trade and all that, how no one really wants certain things to happen because we're shutting down plants and things like that and what'll be what's gonna happen to people that work these jobs and that kind of thing. So it's a lot of things in the way of progress to me. Yep. Um so I tend to be cynical. Mm-hmm. When well, it, 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 this stuff. Yeah, it may take the machines taking over for this to happen. Because yes, yes. you know, like in the Matrix, they harness the power of humans. Yes. So I'm saying, if y'all don't want to change over to renewable energy, the machines might come and just use your body. And hope that yep. I will be out of here by then. But Look, the artificial intelligence is on the horizon, so I'm Skynet soon. That's what I'm saying. Uh, now, the only way, you know, for these companies, like you're saying, wild card i guess what the government would have to do is give them incentives to switch mm-hmm. um yeah yeah but then they'll corrupt those i mean yeah yeah that's my and yeah. again it sounds terrible but i just have no faith in humanity in humanity i just don't i'm done i'm fresh out sorry well we have uh recorded and unrecorded history to back up that, that, that. <laughs> <laughs> i love i love how people act like you know uh, old <laughs> Oh, this is so horrible. It's been going on. <laughs> right. Why can't we go back to when everyone loved each other? <laughs> During slavery. <laughs> uh, yeah, once once Adam and Eve, you know, they ate that apple. That was it. Isn't that what the Christians say? Maybe? That's what they say, yes. What we don't care about. So, uh, it's tax time again. 
And um, sounds so excited about that. <laughs> I'm always excited, especially because this year I got three more days to delay sending the check to the man. And why did you get those extra days? Because traditionally taxes are due on April 15th, but because there was a glitch at the beginning of the tax season, they offered us an additional three days. So we have until the 18th of April this year, which is going to be Monday. What kind of glitch did they have? That their whole system shut down. Like in January, they like you, they, they could not process. They couldn't process any taxes or people that were submitting them. They couldn't submit them. Right. Oh. Also, uh, it, there are some holidays going on that threw it off. Mm-hmm. Um, so they pushed it to Monday. In certain, I think there are two states actually where it's Tuesday because they have a holiday on Monday. Oh, okay. uh, what states are those? I don't know. I don't live in one of those states, so I ignored it. My taxes are in, so I, you know, I don't care. Um, so go ahead, Brady. What else are you saying about that? <laughs> so yeah, I mean, so it, it, oh. you know, <laughs> it is stuff that we, the, the stuff we don't we don't care about. Um, section. There's a conversation um, around eliminating the need to file taxes for people who have simpler tax returns. So people who can traditionally file the 1040 EZ. Um, that is the, the simplest, most basic tax return. No itemizations, no type of, um, you know, bank interest or student loan, you know, thing. It's a super basic, take the W-2 form. You know, you can go on to TurboTax or any one of these companies that help you to file your taxes electronically and just do it, hit the button, bam, you're done. Um, There's conversation about eliminating um, the need for that group to have to file taxes. Well, what it is, they want the IRS essentially to do it for them. Well, right. So that's, that's on the Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, Hillary Clinton, Democratic side, where Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders are sponsoring a bill. Uh, that would do that. What Essentially what would happen is the IRS will send you the form filled out. You would read it and just sign it after you confirm that it's accurate. Mm-hmm. So that's the part there. Because a big part of what's going on with the complexity of taxing is the tax preparers. They are lobbies. Uh, they lobby Congress to keep the code complex so they stay in business. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's a big part of it. Now on the other side, the Republican mm-hmm. side, the Ted Cruz wing they want a flat tax, which means we all pay the same percentage. And then that would eliminate the need to fill out taxes as well. I mean, you just pay 10 percent if that's what it is mm-hmm. across the board. And of course, he has different ways to handle that uh, in regards to different taxes. Uh, so are you going to have that progressive tax that we have now or flat tax? Flat taxes to me are a burden on the poor. Yes. Um, so I'm not really down with that. I am down with a simpler tax code, though, if someone can figure that out. Figure but that yeah. out. Like, the Democratic proposal don't affect me. I don't care about that. That's not helping me. All right, I'm done. Who's next? <laughs> Do you have your, your taxes? Are, uh, comp- are you, any of you guys suffering from complicated tax filing? Mine are always complicated uh, because, obviously, I'm writing off a bunch of stuff and Essentially, as a comedian, you're a freelancer. So I'm getting different forms from here, there, my college agent, from this club, wherever the case may be, all these different things are coming in. So though I have an engineering degree, uh, that is not useful at all <laughs> when it comes to be submit these taxes. Uh, so I have to go pay somebody to do it for me um, who can help me find the deductions and all that kind of stuff and itemize and all the other words and terms that I have to do and don't know 
So awesome. yeah, I'm down for it. Something that's simpler that I can actually understand. What about you, Wildcard? Easy or hard tax process? I am over here sweating from anger. I don't like talking about taxes. <laughs> I get murdered by the government. Because we're responsible people that make okay. money with no kids. That's I get funny. killed <laughs> yep. and I am tired of the rhetoric regarding taxes from these politicians. And can okay. I pause you right there? Because this is what we don't care about, but I have given it a new title. I'm glad you said that. What we're tired of dealing with. Yes. <laughs> I am fed up. Some of these politicians, some of them you named, okay, mm-hmm. that would raise my stuff even more. Uh-oh. <laughs> Bernie, I ain't rich. But you don't have any kids. You, you need to help people. Yeah, that's by choice. <laughs> so I, don't like, I don't like this topic at all. I could go off for days ranting. I don't want to hear it. You should see my W-2 every year. Maybe we will. I, uh, okay. Oh, disgusting. <laughs> the Tom Fool of the Week. Questions, comedian. You want a drone? No. Why? Didn't we just talk about taxes? I don't have money for that. (laughs) 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 Listen now, you know, drones are becoming a lot more widespread and everybody, everybody gets drones now. I mean, you can go to your local um, drone dealer, Radio Shack. (laughs) Are they still open? (laughs) They are actually. (laughs) Of them probably left the route. Hey, Radio Shack, what's up with you? <laughs> <laughs> I pick up a drone and our Tom Fool recipient for the week. <laughs> People who have no reason flying around drones and messing <laughs> up our safety when we're flying in, in the air. Shut up and sit down. Okay, I get on planes a lot. I do not want to crash because some retard decided that they wanted to see how high a drone could go. They are going to come for you. They are. <laughs> our word. Look. And I'm going to okay. leave you by yourself since you left me hanging down Look, I, We may all have to disown Brandy on that one. <laughs> we we could not survive. <laughs> now, yes, because, you know, and Wildcard, you were talking about this before we started recording, where you have uh, technology that's ahead of regulation. Yes. And I'm sorry, in this case, we need it for safety. Uh, all of you fools with these drones that don't need to be in the air, please know how to use them and keep them to your house. Why don't you just keep them around where you live? Yeah. Okay, this is this is not like some remote control car. This is serious business. Um, and you know what? I, I hope they figure out a way to find these people who do this and they can get locked up. I'm not talking about a fine. Lock them up because this is life and death stuff. What about the prison population? There you go. Nonviolent crime. And you ready to lock them up? I sure am because there are people who are employed by that by that uh, industry. So we can create jobs and that what everybody wants. Uh, hey. Create jobs. With people. I'm not saying put them in for a year. Put them in for a week. And then Yeah, spend a week and we can have them work on uh, creating things. Maybe they can create the energy we were talking about. Renewable energy from prisoners. There's a play. You running? 
renewable energy from prisoners. Is that what yeah. you just said? Uh-huh. You could, we could have an energy bank from drone operators. They spend a week in the energy bank. They have to create energy. You can even put them on bicycles. You know, they create energy. Look, you can run for office on that. That is enough detail for a lot of people out here. You can just get up, tour the country, say that for mm-hmm. seven months, and people will probably vote for you. There you go. And I'll need some commercial backing from a super PAC. I'm sure they'll help me. Yeah, I don't know if you want I know that. I someone who can put one together for you. Oh, see that? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Lamont Bishop got you. <laughs> yeah, so, comedian. Yeah. Comedian, you and the drones. Do you want a drone? What? Y'all beating on a comedian. You don't want a drone? The comedian, y'all beating up with these drone talks. Yeah, why, y'all, why, why do I look like I need a drone? Is this <laughs> saying that I want to you operate? Put it into the act. It could be an interesting part of your act. Like, say for instance, yes, you like had a comics, a comics skit where you kind of like, you know, you were talking about food and diabetes, and then you had the drone kind of come <laughs> in and like drop the voice for the audience. Like, that could be really interesting. Yeah, I mean, you're the most adventurous of us, so maybe, you know, some sketch on how I disrupt air traffic control with my drone. Apparently, y'all don't think highly of me. It's based on what I'm hearing. (laughs) Now, but here's the the other side of it. There are commercial drone operators like Amazon. and Amazon, right. So uh, do you think that's beneficial? I I personally don't. Like, I don't want my package just dropped off by a machine. I can barely get packages dropped off by the humans from the UPS truck. <laughs> but that's for people, if you have like a backyard, then they can drop your package without you being there. They can just drop it in your backyard. Well, I think you brought in another side of it, which is this holy grail of package delivery, you know, which is same day delivery. That's what everyone, all these companies want to achieve. Yeah. Um, so as far as drones are concerned, I think like anything else, I think it's ups and it's a pros and cons to it. But as far as... The civilian use? <laughs> well, because you have rich people buying their 13 year old children. Drunk. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. you know how that goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can we please? Y'all just need to calm down with the tech and think about consequences sometimes. I know that's asking a lot, but try for the sake of the rest of us. The end. That is going to do it for our week of the Zeitgeist. Thanks so much for joining us again. We hope you guys. Navigate through the rest of your week drone free. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're glad that you come and join join us for this uh this this podcast every week. If you can't wait to get to us again, please check us out at dailydynamic.com and on social media at dynamic daily. Again, thanks a million for checking out the Zany Zeitgeist Gang, and we look forward to talking to you again next week. Listen to the Zeitgeist every Sunday at DailyDynamic.com.